Hello, welcome back to episode number 15 of the Property Empress podcast. This week, we're back to full strength. We have Anna <laughs> with us um, and, and me. So I say Anna with us, like there's many of us. <laughs> uh, we have Anna here. Hello, Anna. Good evening. Hello, Richard. Solid starts the podcast again, I see. That's it. One episode on but my yeah. own and I've lost the plot. Oh, no, it was brilliant. I actually really, really enjoyed listening to your podcast, um, to your podcast, <laughs> to the podcast with just you. So, it was, yeah, thank you so much for doing that. And yeah, apologies for not being online last week. But yeah, I was off in a camper van and just rubbish signal. We did try, but it just didn't work. I was following so, your yeah, Instagram. Nice being back. Yeah, I was following Oh, yes, of course. By many paddleboard. That was the only, pretty much the only thing I was doing was paddleboard. Like the only <laughs> things I was sharing was paddleboarding <laughs> because I was like, the scenery was just so amazing. I was like, I can't not share it. But every single video was like me paddleboarding. Paddleboard, yeah. It, was, it looked an amazing little holiday. and. Well deserved because you've had yeah a lot going on. It was great. Um, yeah, it was really good. I loved it. So we've already got the next one booked in. So that's fab. Ooh. But it's nice. It's nice being back. But it was an amazing little break. Good, good. Yeah, I mean the episode. Um, I appreciate the, the feedback I've had on the episode. Um, it, I thought, am I going to fit ten minutes in here? <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Uh, and then I would. <laughs> I realised, gee, I'm not shutting up here. I better stop. So. Um, Amazing. It was great. Yeah. It was really good. The thing is, you do podcasts anyway, don't you? You've mm. got your own podcast. Yeah. So I just think you're you were very easy to listen to. And I think you're a natural. And it's nice hearing you talk about property because I can hear over the 15 episodes you've done, you seem to be getting a little bit more comfortable talking about property and stuff. And you've got all the know-how. You just haven't yet put it into practice. But that will come. That's like the final piece of jigsaw. It will come. And thanks to you again. Thank, I, I actually meant to put on the end to say thank you to you because it's been, you know, you've got me past the the, the hurdle I was stuck at originally. You've you've blasted me through that. And, um, <laughs> Forced you through. Yeah, and the, the confidence <laughs> and the knowledge has really, has really helped. Uh, so thank you. Ah, thanks, Richard. So this week we're going to be talking about angel investors. And when you say, how have we uh, got to episode fifteen and not talked to angel investors? I don't know. There's probably loads of subjects that people are like, how have they not spoken? Have I missed an episode? <laughs> have they not spoken yeah. about whatever, whatever yet? So, uh, but angel investors. And whenever you say angel investors to anybody, generally <laughs> who's not in property, they say three questions. I'll say three questions. What is yeah. an angel investor? How do I find an angel investor? And why would they give me money? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Those when are, you, particularly when you're brand new to the journey, yeah. like why the hell would someone give me all this money? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you're you're probably right. Why the hell is probably more. Yeah. <laughs> why the hell would they give me money? Uh, so we're going to tackle all three questions. Um, we may split this up into two episodes, but it depends how it depends how we go. Yet, yeah. So we'll see how, how we are. Um, mm. And I don't have an awful lot of knowledge about angels. It's just whatever you've told me is. is I was going to uh, say. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. You. you do have lots of knowledge. <laughs> yeah, it's not practical <laughs> knowledge. It's just like, oh, Anna, Anna knows her stuff. I'll, I'll take a note. Um, so <laughs> for me, that, that isn't. It's not a new concept for me, but hmm. um, I haven't experienced it. So I am going to be interested to find out all the ins and outs that you're going to you're hmm. going to speak about on this episode, and hopefully, you should should clear up any any questions anyone has about them. That's what we're hoping. Yeah. I'm confident. And if not, make sure you contact the podcast oh, and we'll yes. be sure to answer your questions. Smooth. <laughs> smooth. Yeah. If, you, if we miss anything, you know, please just contact the show and we'll uh, address it in another episode. Right. So where do we start? Question number one. 
Yeah. What is the very, first one? What is a good an question. angel investor, Anna? What is an angel what investor? Go on, Richard. You answer this one. This is the easy one. <laughs> Let's not confuse the listeners with my ramblings. <laughs> so, okay. So an angel investor is basically an investor of your business. Like with any business that you start, you can often have a, an investor like Dragon's Den, Styly, you know, private investor. You can go to a bank and get like a, you know, business loan. You can get grants and whatnot if you're starting businesses. But with property, um, a lot of people use angel investors. And basically an angel investor is an individual, a bit like Dragon's Den actually now that I'm thinking about it. But it's an individual that you borrow money from and uh, basically use their money to buy properties with. So to put money down for the deposit, possibly the renovation, like the purchase costs, some duty, things like that. Um, and excuse me, the reason it works so well is there's a lot of people who don't have, you know, 30, 40 plus grands in the bank. Like a lot of people who are starting out property just don't have that kind of money. Whereas there's actually a surprisingly high number of people who do have money in the bank that don't want to do property, but do want to get the high returns from property without having to get involved in tenants and regulation and what have you. So for me, it's bringing together two people who uh, can mutually benefit from yeah. working together effectively. That was a, I feel like that was a terrible explanation, but does that make sense? No, it's someone with loads of money who wants to put it yeah. to work and not stick it in the bank. Exactly, uh, exactly, because that is a key point. At the moment, we've got record-breaking low interest rates. Yeah. So, and in fact, I don't know what inflation is at the moment. I think it's like two point something at the moment. I don't know. Um, but basically, so if they've got money in the bank and they're earning like 1.5%, but inflation is like 2.5%, for example, their money's going down in value. Yeah. And it's really, really, really hard to find a good savings, particularly, I mean, it depends. If you've got like 30 grand especially, it is really hard to find a good you know, place to put your money that is safe, you know, not high, high risk, um, you know, but it's hard to find a good uh, interest rate based on yeah. savings. And there's a chap, um, if you have more money, because uh, there's a chat, there was an angel I worked with a while back who had, I think if I remember about, I think it's about a million, like, I think it's just under a million pounds oh. in savings and investments, but he was getting a good rate of it. He was, I think he was like six or 7% wow, like from his returns, but it's because he had a lot of money, had a good financial advisor. I don't know the risk. I don't know his risk appetite on that. Um, but there was a chap I was talking to more recently who did, who has a million pounds in the bank and uh, he had his money in a, in a, some kind of investment vehicle that was two point something percent. And I'm just like, that's just not making any money. Whereas if you invest in property, you can get much higher returns. I mean, it is high risk, but property is a pretty good solid investment mm -hmm. long term. It's, you know, doubles in value every seven to 10 years over the long run on average in the UK. Um, so, but people don't necessarily really want to go through, like I said, all the rigmarole. So they can, yeah, they can yeah. take their money out of basically something that's earning them nothing and give it to someone like me or you, Richard, or <laughs> yes. our listeners to invest. And it's just a really nice way of buying property if you don't have money, basically. I think it's the people that's going to really benefit, if you're an angel investor, I mean, if you're someone who's got a bit of money to to invest, I think it's the people who are in the sort of the middle ground or the early stage of saving that are really going to benefit. Because if you've got shed loads of money anyway, you've probably got a way of creating that money from some somewhere, haven't you? I mean, you've obviously done doing something right. But it's the people who have got 10, 20, 30,000 saved up in an account somewhere, it's not really enough to do anything with. Um, maybe they haven't got the knowledge or they don't really know what to, what do you do with. I've got 20 grand in the make. What do you do with 20 grand? 
if, you know, I don't know. So yeah. you think, oh, I can't really do much with that. So someone says to you, look, I can take your 20 and I can, with my knowledge, I can help you invest that and I'll give you 7%, 8% return. Mm. Um, like you said, way better than your insanely 1.5% you're getting. Yeah, um, because, exactly. And it's breaking the, again, even now, I, I've spoken to a few people and they're still in the mindset of, yeah, but you've got to have savings. And when you say you've got to have savings, that doesn't mean it has to be in a bank account. You can have savings invested somewhere, but you, everyone's still in the mindset of, yeah, but I need it set in the bank. That's, that's yeah. where it is, because that's how we're yeah. taught. That's where we're taught exactly, money goes. Exactly, exactly. Um, but that's the, I think that's the thing. Most, in my experience, um, most angel investors, because there's different kinds of angel investors, and I certainly see, because I'm in various like um, property groups and the, um, I was going to say I've just realized oh, there's a particular group that I'm part of I was trying to try I was realized what I was about to say well actually I will just say it because it's fine it's it's yeah. the truth um I was wondering whether it, fe it felt a little bit like it anyway. um but basically um what I find a lot when people getting started with property investing and if they want to use angel investors because they don't have their own money or they don't want to use their own money even if you have money you don't have to necessarily use it that's the thing and I've always said, if you've got less than 50 grand, don't use your own money, use someone else, like use an angel investor, if that if you're comfortable with that. Um, but basically, what I see a lot of is people who are starting out with property, and they will kind of a little bit like what you were talking about, speak to people who have 20 grand in the bank. But if someone has spent like, you know, three years saving 20 grand, they're going to kind of hold on to it a little bit. For me, you can absolutely do that. You can almost kind of, you know, have a few different angels build apart, like, you know, do it gradually, particularly when you're starting out. For me, the sweet spot, the the point where angel investors, it flows really beautifully is when you're attracting people where who have the rich mindset. And the reason that they have money in the bank is because they've invested their money wisely, they've looked after their money, that kind of thing. They don't have to be like, you know, um, like, I don't know, from a, a rich family or they don't have to have a, a wealthy, like, you know, yeah. uh, like a high income job. Sometimes it is just they've been really good with their money. But if they've got the right mentality and they've got a good amount of money, then they'll, they're, they're e I find kind of easier to work with. Oh, definitely. Working with someone with a rich mindset is easier to work with it as an angel, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You, um, you don't want to be, you, you don't want to be trying to convince people that they should give exactly, you money. And if you're, exactly. If you're already feeling like you're, you're trying to convince the person, then it's not probably not going to work because you're already battling their their mindset over the fact that, mm. that they need to hold on to the money so like i said that's exactly. probably not the right person to go to yeah so the millionaire next door if you're interested in if you're thinking about using angels or interested in angels read the millionaire next door because it cho totally changes your mindset and when you realize that most millionaires oh in fact so the if you i, t I should know the authors of these books that i always recommend I don't, sorry. But um, basically the author, is quite an old book. He wrote it quite a long time ago and they've, his son has now re-released the, the Next Millionaire Next Door, I think it's called. Um, I can see Richard's Google. <laughs> I'm talking Richard's Thomas, Googling the author. Thomas J. Stanley. That's it, I think. That rings bells. But basically they did this um, research. This guy did this research, but it's it, based in America. They did this research for all these millionaires. And basically it's the rich mindset thing again. But what they found was most millionaires lived in regular houses. They didn't live in the mansions. They didn't drive the fast cars. And that's how they accumulated their wealth because they were good with their money. They, they you know, made more money than they spend. 
They invest their money wisely. They look to passive incomes, like all the rich mindset. And they built their, their wealth that way. Um, so when you realize that that's, that's the ideal, you know, angel investor and that they are savvy with their money and they want to get better rate of return and the chances are the money that they're going to give to you to invest in property is not their whole, you know, they're not saved a hundred grand. They're going to give you a hundred grand. They've saved a million pounds and they're going to give you a hundred grand because they consider that to be a really good investment. This isn't charity. This is, it works for them. They want to be, they want to get the returns from property. Don't want to be involved in it. You know, they're looking to invest in property, but just be like, "Mm, don't know where to start. Don't want to get involved in whatever the thing. And then you're there as someone who wants to do property wants to do all the stuff but you know don't want to use your own money or don't have your own money to use and it's just a really nice partnership basically so the way to find these little hidden gems that's the important bit here here we go (laughs) (laughs) because of course if they are just regular j blogs you know in the it job or what have you living in the regular house doing the regular thing you wouldn't necessarily think to go and ask them you know i think when you're when you're starting out and you're like i want to use an angel investor you can absolutely start speaking to people that you think have money, think people who've maybe shown an interest in property, you know, or just seem quite creative, whatever you think. Like you can absolutely start asking. But in my experience, the best way to find people that truly have the money, truly have the mindset is to attract them to you. I just, so I talk about share and shine. So I talk about share what you're doing, just talk to people naturally about what you're doing, just get excited about what you're doing and just like, and mention that you're, you know, you work with angel investors. And what you'll notice is people tend to gravitate towards you. It's It can take time and it's a bit of a practice that like you've got to get, you almost get yourself in the mindset more than anything. Trusting that there's someone that is in your direct network. My, my feel, and I can't prove this, but my sense is between one in seven and one in four people that you meet, that's in your communities, that you work with, your family could be a potential angel investor. So has the money in the bank and is would consider, you know, or yeah. would like to get more money, uh, you know, better return from it. So I think it's a high number of angels compared to a relatively small number of property investors. So I think when you realise that there's more angels than there are you, then actually you're kind, you're the you're the gem. That's it's not point. them that's the gem. That's a good point. You know. So, but by sharing and just talking about what you're doing and, you know, particularly get an offer accepted and then look for the angel because you don't actually need the money. You know, when you can be like, I've had this offer accepted, I'm, I'm raising 30 grand, I can pay 5% per annum, you know, 7%, whatever you pay. When you then talk about that, then that's a tangible and then people come to you. But it, you've got to kind of shift your mindset a little bit. Sometimes people are like, well, I can't put offers in until I've got the angel and actually you can. Um, yeah. You don't really need the money until you have the offer accepted. So, but start doing the work now. Start talking about it now. Start talking to people. You can absolutely approach people. There's also like um, Facebook groups, like for, where you can, you know, I can't think of the name of. There's one that's I think is quite good, uh, like pr- uh, property investments or something. Facebook group where you can put your, you know, I'm looking for this much money. I can give this an interest yeah. rate, whatnot. Um, you can also, you can go, but there are websites that link people. It's called peer-to-peer lending. So you can Google that. I've never used them myself. I don't know how good they are, but they they do exist. Uh, you can go to, one thing I found actually really good is I, I'm part of a networking group, a business networking group. And I went and said uh, a little while ago, I'm looking for a new angel investor, ideally hundred grand. If you know anyone who's interested in property, kind of list it. And then later that day, one of my contacts sent someone to talk to me. Amazing. So you can do things like that. 
I mean, okay, so I'm just thinking, I know there's no such thing as an average person, but I'm just going to say that phrase anyway. The average person, mm. okay, so you, you've got a full-time job, you're working nine to five, whatever your hours are, you're earning an average salary. Most likely, like we say, you are, you do surround yourself with people of a similar class, you know, uh, wealth level, you know, you tend to sort of, you do tend to stick to your sort of, where you're comfortable and the people that you know and the people you know a lot of people are from work which means they probably earn similar money to you how do you get past the me and my 10 friends are all on a similar level of financial and social standing how do you break free of because obviously they haven't got any money because if you haven't got any money they probably haven't interesting um, so, how do so you this break is called free? yeah this is called projecting <laughs> projection you're assuming because, and I totally get it, like it makes total sense. I totally hear you. Like why would my colleague who earns the same as me yes. have 750 grand? So what what I would say is you just don't know. So there's a couple of examples. Uh, if you watch my TikTok, you've probably or potentially heard me talk about these, but there's a couple of examples I think demonstrate this really, really beautifully. Um, but one thing I would say is don't project your own expectations mm -hmm. onto other people because you just don't know. Um, but uh, so there, there's two. So I'm trying to think which came first. Um, I think they were around the same time. Anyway, basically there was, uh, so there was a chap that I'm, so, okay. So basically I met, um, I went over to my friend's house and uh, like her friend was there and we started chatting about property. And it turns out he'd had a couple of rental properties um and yeah I was talking about oh you know quite like the idea of getting back into it but I had a bit of a nightmare with them blah, blah, blah. and we and I was just like you know what I'm like with property I was just like <laughs> ah, tell me more so we had a massive conversation like thoroughly bored my friend to tears and uh didn't think anything of it told him what we were doing at the time and we were looking at a couple of exciting projects and stuff but didn't and I said about we do you know work with angels or didn't think anything of it um he was a forest school teacher so they don't earn very much. It's a holistic, you know, uh, business. It was his own business. Uh, really nice guy. Very like, looks like, you know, looks like basically lived in the forest. <laughs> really lovely chap. And basically, um, a few weeks later, I got a call from him out of the blue. And he was like, do you still work with angels? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, he was like, can I be one of your angels with that? I really would like to invest with you. I've got some money. Is it something you would be, you, would you consider working with me? And I was like, um, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, he's a really nice guy. So I was like, no, you know, no, I would be happy to. And, um, so I was like, well, how much are you thinking? Having no idea, you know, how much he was thinking about and also thinking, for a school teacher, mm -hmm. you know, how much is this going to be? Because sometimes people genuinely just are like, I've got a thousand pounds in it, you know. Um, so he was like, well, can we start with a hundred grand? So I was like, <laughs> okay. I thought, wow, okay. Um, and then basically I had a chat about how it all worked and everything. And then he phoned me back and he said, actually, no, let's make it 250 grand to start with. Whoa. So I was like, okay. And then uh, he called me back for a third time, said he'd just spoken to his financial advisor. Actually, let's start with 750 grand. <laughs> Jeez, that's a jump. So at that point, I went, um, do you mind if I ask, how have you got this money? <laughs> and it turns out that him and his dad had run this business um, uh, that he'd helped like, to really 
propel and then they'd so when his dad had retired they sold the business and they had made a lot of money from it like there's this family business you know they'd worked really really hard and you know quite rightly sold it for a lot of money so he'd invested all this money into various things and he'd done the property thing hadn't really got on that well with it but he had obviously and this was to start 750 grand so I was like I had no idea like I would never ever have thought I didn't really know him that well never thought of asking would never have thought that he had money in the bank let alone that much money and as it turns out that was you know that was why he was a farm yeah. school teacher because he didn't have he to didn't worry have, about money yeah you know, so I was like, that's interesting. And then not long, I think after that, or maybe just before that, um, I met a complete stranger in the communal kitchen at my, um, the because we had an office at that point, and, uh, and started chatting about property. And within two minutes, he had offered me a hundred grand. He was an IT worker. He was wearing a branded polo shirt and like the nicest, sweetest chap, but just very, you know, under the, you know, very, just very low key. And uh, it turns out that he'd got, uh, he just sold a, a property that had made a hundred grand. He wanted to invest in property, but he didn't know how to do it and all this kind of thing. So the idea of investing with me, being able to be completely hands off and get 5% per annum return, he was thrilled about. Yeah. So, and again, I was like, I would never have guessed that he would have money to invest. So, you know, the, to this, the ideal would be to get to a point where you're having people say to you, please, can I be your angel? Can you consider me? You know, yeah. that's the ideal. But obviously that takes time. And, and to start by just talking about what you're doing and get used to having the conversations, have a chat with some people that you think might have money, like absolutely do that. But the, for me, the most powerful way of attracting people with serious money is to mention the fact that you're doing property, that you work with angel investors, you can give this like basically guaranteed return. Yeah. Um, and it just works. It just works, yeah. basically. I mean, okay. I mean, I'm playing devil's advocate slightly here. Go for it. Go for it. No, no. I, I, I was. I mean, that is. Uh, oh. <laughs> that's what I, I was slightly playing that game. But yeah, I think. How do you? Once you feel like you've you've exhausted the, your easy options, you know, the people that you know. Oh, you know, it's easy. I'll ask. I'll just mention it to my friends. I'll mention it to them while I'm talking to them. And you're thinking, well, I'm not really getting anywhere here. No one's mentioned anything. What is the what is the next step for you to to try and find angels? Are, are you looking at websites? Are you looking at um, uh, management groups? Uh, not management groups. What's the business groups? Or tell me, where do you go after you feel like you, you you've got no obvious place to go? So which point of the process are you? Because if you haven't had an offer accepted, you don't, you just keep doing what you're doing. Just keep sharing. It's not even with the, like, you know, this is just me generally chatting to a stranger about property, generally chatting to a friend of a friend's that I happened to bump into. This wasn't even a, I'm looking for an angel. Yeah. This was like, I'm just, just talk about it. Just get so much in love with what you're doing. Particularly when you're going and seeing houses and you're putting offers in like, you know, share, well, actually, something, another thing people do is they share on social media. So I, and I, this works really well. I've not done it myself. And maybe I should, I always think I should do stuff like this because I think it was, mm -hmm. I think it would be, it's not something I've ever done because I haven't needed to and how I do it works. But I do think, I wonder if I actually put up, like put a post on social media, like, are you interested? I guess if I was doing it on social, as in putting on your Facebook feed, you know, um, like, and it probably would be, I'm looking to raise a hundred grand for a property, pay 5% per annum, let me, like send me a DM if you're interested. Mm -hmm. 
some people do that and I've seen people do that and they get loads of replies and I think it's quite successful. I think yeah. it's quite effective. That'd be an interesting, you know, eat- not experiment, but it'd be interesting to see what sort of response you'd get actually. Yeah, exactly. Particularly me now, because obviously I don't shut up about <laughs> privacy online. <laughs> but I think, I think the reason I don't, and this is not, this is just me being honest with my, because I'm not, you know, I'm, st- I'm still on a journey. I'm still learning. I'm still evolving. I'm still up leveling as well. So I still have a lot of limiting beliefs and fears um but I think as when I talk about it what I realize is I don't well I I worry if I put it on social media I'll get people say to me I've got 10 grands that I'd like you to invest and for me that doesn't I that's I want to work with people yeah. with 100 grands yeah. but I don't know if and that's not that's not a this is how it should be or not be it's just the stage you're at at the minute is. isn't it yeah it's the stage you're at but it's that thing of, as we, as, yeah, as I've talked about previously, there's a particular farm that I'd like to buy. And I would quite like an angel investor who has a million pounds. And maybe I need to put myself out there a bit more um, to attract it. So maybe that's exactly where I hate, I hate how, where this podcast's going. <laughs> maybe you should, you should start a podcast but and talk maybe, about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is this kind of thing because all the fears that I have now like about attracting a million pounds angel is what I would have had when I started attracting 30 grand because the first property we bought and the reason we've always used angels is we had a load of debt when we started um so we didn't have any money to invest and I was so so inspired by the whole property thing and one thing I haven't mentioned is if you're borrowing money, you need to know how to pay it back. <laughs> That's we'll a really that. crucial yes, part. Yes, yes. Um, so, but yeah, so we've, we, the first property we bought, um, we needed 30 grand. I think it was less than, I think it was like 20 something, but it was about 30 grand for the first, we had an offer accepted, hadn't spoken to anyone about being an angel or anything before that, had an offer accepted, then had to find the money for the angel. So I had a business plan effectively for this first property. We're flipping it. And um, we went and spoke to my mum because that's what I was taught. Like you can absolutely talk to friends and family. I think I said this on a previous episode. I don't come from a rich family. My mum was a PA and she had her own, she had retired or she was about to retire. She owned her own home outright, but she didn't have very much money. So I asked her to take uh, a mortgage out against her house. And she went, okay then. (laughs) Thank God that didn't happen. But uh, that was me getting creative. But her partner had a bond that was expiring. He said, well, actually, I, you know, because we were going to give him like three, I think 3% more than he was getting in the bond. So he was like, well, you could just hit that. So we took that money and did it with that. Um, And then the second property, we had a, a second offer accepted about a month later. And we did the same kind of thing with Drew's dad. And he happened, he was like, well, actually, I've got a bond that's about to mature. So he gave Drew that money. Um, I think Drew's dad had done like kind of, you know, he he was a typical millionaire next door. He'd always been very, and he still is very careful with his money. So he had a little bit more money saved. So he helped us with the third one as well. And then beyond that, I think we've always used non-family members yeah. like the first three because that was what we knew uh, so you can absolutely ask family members um, have a plan to pay it back that is what i would definitely say um but then beyond that it was like let's yeah. you know i mean, speak to people because it felt it's a great way to use family but for me it still feels a little bit like charity yeah because they're not they're doing it they're helping us mainly because they want to help us yeah. they're not doing this because this is what you know you might have a much more financially savvy family than me but you know no. <laughs> <laughs> um well three questions come up for me 
one is so let's say you you're talking to an angel mm. and I, i'm assuming again i'm assuming here the questions they're going to have is one what kind of return can you give me which then brings up the question of how do i work out what kind of return i can give them uh, the yeah. second question they're probably going to ask is how long before i get my money back and that's probably the main two questions actually it's probably those two yeah. is, that, is that the main main ones so how do we how do we address those um security as well is probably the other one and how it's going to be legally set up okay so is my money protected is that what you're saying yeah right okay so all of these questions can only really be answered once you have an offer accepted um okay and that's why you don't know yeah yeah exactly so the idea is you have the offer accepted you can then talk to people about because then you'll know what the numbers are doing so for us we were like um can we pay because we the reason we got to the five percent is when we were talking to my mom's partner and he was like i've got this bond expiring we said well how much are you getting what's the return on the bond and it was like two percent so we said well we'll pay three percent uh sorry we'll pay five percent so we just literally went we've got to make it better than what he's guessing Mm -hmm. and a bond is a low yielding secure investment like in case if anyone who doesn't know what it's a government bond basically and um, so we were like, that's no risk. Like you, the government is highly unlikely to go under and yeah. not pay you your <laughs> return. Whereas this is far more risky. So it needs to be much better mm-hmm. return than he's getting with the bond. But the numbers have to work. And for what we were doing, 5% works for us. Like we could pay the 5%. We, you can pay interest in different ways. You can pay like a monthly interest to your uh, angel. You can do it as what's called a balloon payment. So you do it as um, at the ends, which is what we have always strived for um the other one we do have an angel who pay it gets an annual payment um and it pays for his holiday (laughs) his annual holiday so that was just and that and that's the thing it's completely bespoke so you can decide you know between you how it's going to work but the key is once you have an offer accepted you know what numbers you can offer like we could say yeah we're going to give you 10 percent. then we get the offer accepted and that makes it unaffordable i mean you could adjust your you know offer accordingly i suppose but that's basically it. the term, same thing. Manage expectations. Like when, because there's, you can in theory refinance after six months. Um, we much prefer to, to have two or three. We say like, because again, if we're, because normally people are wanting to build passive income. So you'd have to be buying properties cheap, ideally direct to vendor, adding some value by renovating the properties. Even better if you can get a, a tradesman that's a tenant that they'll do it, part of it for you to save a bit of money. And then leave it in an uplifting market for a couple of years to make sure when you come to refinance, you can pull all of your initial investment back out again. So you borrow money from the angel to buy it, basically, deposit funds. Then after a couple of years, you refinance to to give the money back to the angel with his interest or her interest. Um, So... If you have if you have the term with the angel for two or three years, for example, then it gives you plenty of time. And ideally, after a year, you can maybe pull your money out early and like pay them back early, or recycle your money, like put it into another property. You know, whatever okay. kind of works. Are you are we only talking? Does it work for buy to let as well as flips? Yeah. So yeah. so obviously with, with the buy to let idea, so say they give you your whatever you're looking for to get your buy to let. And then I suppose the way you're working the buy to let is like you just said, you're keeping it for two years and then refi- maybe whatever it is, refinancing yeah. it. Is that, is that how you're looking yeah. at it? You can do it longer. like if Because again, it depends. Like If you speak to some angels, they might be like, well, I want, if I'm going to invest, I want this to be a long-term investment, you know, like mm-hmm. a five-year thing, you know, whatever, you know, forever. You can completely yeah. do it. So it works for you and them. So um, I like two or three years because it just, I mean, 
And if I spoke to an angel, they wanted long. In fact, we do have two open, what we call open-ended angels who basically have invested with us. And we just said, we'll keep the money as long as they're happy to, you know, invest and to just let us know if they want the money back and we'll basically draw the money out. Um, so we have got a couple of open-ended angels, but normally it's a finite amount of time. We have done a year um, with one angel in particular. He he invested a hundred grand. We did it for a year and then paid him back. Um but yeah, normally two or three years work well. Um, but again, it just depends on your angel. And you yeah. can have in the contract, because the way that we structure it is it's a personal loan. Um, and then basically, they're just literally like lending us 100 grand for three years at 5% per annum, the interest paid all at the end. Uh, there's uh, an option for us to terminate early or to extend subject to both parties agreeing. We did have one angel that said that if we terminated early, we, he'd get the interest for the full term, right, yeah. which I felt was fair, so I was yeah, like, fine. Yeah, yeah, okay. um, for me, I was just like, I'll just make sure we don't terminate early. Um, and I don't think we did. I think we went to the term. Um, so you can completely do it how you want. You can, in theory, say that you can you have the option to terminate early and extend it subject to you wanting to do it. You could just take complete control. For me, I like the fact that you're working with them. What is the shortest term for let's say they're looking for they're looking for cash flow out of their investment what is the shortest term you would, would like let's say they're looking for a monthly income would you pay them monthly with a little bit of interest on or or how, would you pay them yeah, you could you could you definitely yeah you could um i mean we prefer not to but yeah, you could if it works for you because <laughs> and it's that kind of thing if it, like particularly say it's a family member and they want exactly like I said a, a monthly income um and you're gonna. It means you can buy this particular property that you can get a really good income from. Yeah. You know, then I would. As long I as you, would as long as you know the, the profit out of your monthly rent exactly. will cover their payment and what you need to. I suppose it doesn't exactly. matter which way they do the, it. Yeah. The main thing I would say is just make sure the timings are like. I would have like a six month lag to before it starts, for example, okay. because you're going to have to buy the property, renovate, rent it yeah. out, and then the first couple of payments really you want to be recouping costs yeah. potentially if there's like you know um, costs involved um but yeah i think i uh, this is the thing we we like to just take the money and then it's just like you know we pay them back with all the interest but it depends on your circumstances and if it mean if it were if you are happy with that and it works for you there's no reason why i can't do it okay and that's the beauty you can literally just create whatever works for you and them yeah and i would be really clear one of the things that i like about and this is what we were talking about briefly just before we came on on air was um so because i'm looking for my investor for my farm and but then there's going to be no cash flow at all like so if they wanted for example a monthly cash flow yeah there's going to be no cash flow for a couple of years because it's going to have to be bought and renovated and then it's going to be rented out or you know whatever done with it um and then though it's five that's because it's commercial because it's so much such a bigger project it's a five-year minimum really till we can pull the money out um, so it's this, I can't remember where I was going with this. So it's the same kind of thing with, oh, that was it. So it's useful for me to go, right, this is someone who has a million pounds, who doesn't need any cash flow for a couple of years, but then it could potentially cash flow a lot. So actually I don't mind if they want to take a monthly cash flow for years, you know, three, four and five, or if they just want to take the balloon payment, like yeah. I'm good with that. And then it's like, well, who would want that? Like in what situation would they want? And I was like, actually, if they want like cash flow, but they're okay for a couple of years, it's the entire what what I've realized with this particular property is we can offer them a much higher interest. So I think probably 10% would be 
you know, mm. somewhere between five and 10% would be really like, I think would be good. Yeah, and if it's a five year term and we can offer 10%, that's a 50% return on their investment. So I was like, that's going to be very appealing, but you don't have to over promise. I need to, I, for me, I'm still doing the numbers, making sure everything works. But at the moment, I think the numbers are so strong that we can offer 10% per annum wow. for five years. Yeah. Um. So I, there's still some due diligence I need to do, but I'm like, you know, most people would be like, we're happy with whatever at 50% return, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like, it's just understanding who, who the angel is, isn't it? And what they're exactly. looking for. Once you know is, yeah. what they're after, you can just structure the deal almost with, you know, you're stretching it with oh. them and say, look, what, what do you need out of this deal? Exactly. Say, okay, well, I, think I need to do this, you need to do that. That's, yeah. And you just adjust that's it to exactly work. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Because sometimes we have angels like, well, how does it work? And it's like, well, what is it you need? Like, it's like, this is what I need. I need this amount of money for this yeah. amount of time. I can offer this return. Like, we'd prefer balloon payment. Like, what are you looking for? And it's working out yeah. what works for the both there isn't, people. There isn't a way it works, is there? It's, no. well, let's figure out to make it work. That's the difference, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. One thing I will just touch on very briefly was the security side of things. Oh, yes. Because we kind of talked a little bit. So we don't offer security. So basically what you could do is you could offer like collateral, basically. It can be a secured or unsecured loan. We have it as an unsecured loan. So if someone lends us, for example, 100 grand. Actually, I want to start reframing that. If someone lends us a million pounds yeah, <laughs> to yeah, buy right, a property. Um, <laughs> normally, and this is something I'm a fear I'm burning, but normally we don't offer any security. And the reason we do that is because lenders don't like it, for one. So if you're buying a buy select, for example, and you're borrowing money from someone um, and they're like, oh, actually, that's changed slightly. I've just realized that's probably changed slightly. When I started, you could get... Um, borrow money from an angel investor for the deposit whereas now lenders don't like that they want you to have you to be doing the deposit so if you're buying a buy set now there's two ways you can do it you can either buy borrow the whole lot from the angel and then you can offer security so they can be effectively like the bank they can have a charge what's called a charge against the property but they would be the first charge because you're buying so you're buying 100 grand buy select you buy borrow 100 grand from the angel buy the property and they could you could put a charge on the problem is that costs money to okay. put a charge on you have to get solicitors to do it okay and um and what i was gonna say lenders don't like it. they really don't like it. they don't do it anymore but um so but the the cost particularly if it's like a um maybe not so much for 100 grand but say you're buying like an 80 or 60 grand property for example the cost of doing that is quite high really yeah. like say it, i don't know how much it costs but say it's like a thousand pounds for example that could be going on interest. Yeah. So we don't do it for a few different reasons, but mainly we say it's an unsecured loan, so you get a higher return. So instead of us paying a solicitor to put, a solicitor to put charge on, yeah. we're gonna give you the interest in, instead. So you get a better rate of return, basically. Um, and then what you do is after, when you refinance to pay the angel back, the, you then go to a lender and you, they, they would get removed as a charge, basically, because the lender would then be the charge. Um, so you could do it that way. The other way you can do it with, with buying buy selects using angels is you, if you can, if you say you're buying a hundred grand property, say you've got an angel, but they can give 30 grand, but not the hundred grand, you can do a bridge. So you can get bridging instead of a buy select mortgage, because mm -hmm. they won't do it with an angel giving the deposit. You could get uh, speak to bridging company and you can get a bridge. Yeah. But again, it's, it's more expensive. Um, and again, another reason not to, um, uh, you know, have a second charge yeah. for the uh, angel. Um, but it is a way of doing it. 
Okay. Um, and again, the same thing. Then after a couple of years, you know, or ideally sooner, <laughs> you maybe want to do it a bit quicker if you're paying a bridging company. Then after maybe a year, you refinance to then pay, get rid of the bridge, get you know, pay off the angel, and then get a yeah. asset mortgage, basically. Um, so yeah, so we do as an unsecured loan, and actually, we've I've never had any problems with that. Like, and we just you know, we we just say it's you know we don't do it because lenders don't like it, which is true. You know, it does cost money. We'd rather just pay you the interest. Um, and that was even from, you know, when we we're starting early on, like we just just never wanted to do it. We just never wanted to do it because I think that because we again, you're taking to them a business plan. You're not taking an idea. You're like this offer's been accepted. We've had this quotes for the work. This is the comparables. This is what we're planning on doing with it. Once they can see you've done all your due diligence. Yeah then they're normally okay. And again, working with the rich mindset, they'll get that. Yeah. It's and, an unsecured yeah, loan. Yeah, because if you go to someone with, again, with an idea of how mm. you might be able to make their money work, it's not convinced. Like I said, you're not trying to convince them, but you sound really unconvincing if you're saying, well, what I'm going to do with your money, I'm going to try and buy a £100,000 yeah, property yeah, and exactly. I'm going to try and rent it for this. It's like, yeah, okay. You know, yeah. I need I need the numbers. Yeah, we've, we've got an offer accepted for this house we're going to be charging somewhere between this much rent, which will bring us a percentage of this much profit, et cetera, et cetera. And you go, oh, okay, well, you obviously worked it out. So it sounds like exactly. I'm going to get my money back if, if it works out. Mm. And the other thing is an angel investor is, I'll say, not just for Christmas, is it? You can use it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not a one-off purchase, not a one-off use, is it? They're, exactly. Once you've got them in the bank and they're like, oh, wow, yeah, I used you, you know, I worked with you last year. You gave me, you gave me, seven eight percent return worked really yeah. well and you pay me back and you can say exactly. by the way i'm doing another one if would you be interested in working together again They're like, absolutely and it, it just gets even even easier exactly that's it and that's exactly yeah. it we've had that we've had where angels have come back yeah and they may know yeah. people who look into where did you invest it, your money oh yeah, I, uh, exactly. there's a, a property investor i use oh really there you go mm. So, people love property yeah. and that was that's the other thing as well to mention that you don't have to be an experienced property investor to do this you can literally be completely new fast property yeah. because again it's it's it, once you have the the plan once you have the offer accepted this is what i'm doing this is what i can you know this is what i'm looking for this is how i'm going to pay you back this is the return um there because you'll remember that an angel is someone who's interested in investing in property just don't, doesn't want to do it for themselves for whatever reason so it's actually the property they're more interested in just because you've never done it before doesn't actually it doesn't actually influence people that much yeah i think people are like well if it's my first one no one's ever going to lend to me they will they honestly will i see it and um yeah, it's like if you can do due diligence and show that you know what you're talking about and you're talking to someone who's interested in property anyway, then they will definitely, you know, they you will definitely be able to. Actually, I shouldn't say that you'll definitely be able to. There's no reason why you can't yeah. use an angel investor for the first property. That's it. That is it. <laughs> is that everything? I think we've that covered. That was what an angel investor is. Yes. How do you find How one? How I find yeah. one. Yeah, we talked, yeah, about all the different ways, like attracting and seeking. And how you do uh, the finance, then, how you how you pay them back, basically. Yes, how you pay them back. I think that's all, all I three. I feel like we've forgotten something. Is that everything? That is everything, isn't it? Well, again, I'm sure the listeners will let us know if we yeah, forgot something. Yeah, exactly. And how, exactly. Do, how do they let us know, Anna? So you can contact me at Anna at Anna Pierce, which is P-E-A-R-C-E dot com. Um, also through all the different social media platforms. Uh, probably Instagram messages are the easiest way. Uh, I'm Property Empress or Anna Pierce Property Empress. 
yeah. How about you, Richard? You can find me on Instagram and sometimes TikTok uh, <laughs> as pretty much property. Uh, again, we love hearing from you. We've had some wonderful feedback from, from everybody listening. So we do really appreciate it. And again, if you could leave a review for the podcast, that would be wonderful. We have actually, I haven't even told you this, Anna. Um, there's, a, there's an application called Good Pods. And it's okay. a really, really cool podcast app that I think you should all check out. Everybody listening should check out. Okay. It, it's basically like YouTube for podcasts. So it's like a social network of podcasts. So if you're a big, big podcast listener, you, you know what it's like searching through podcasts you know you, you're always trying to discover one more cool one because i'm always doing that and uh good pods basically curates them for you and you can follow like your friends on the app and see what they're listening to and what they recommend listening so it's kind of like a social network youtube app for podcasts really really cool um so Sounds check that good. out and we're on there now so you can, oh. you can find the <laughs> property Impress podcast on there and what's it called good pods good, good pods yeah good and, pods. and you can also what is really cool i i always ask everybody to leave a review for the podcast because it's so helpful mm. but what is really good on good pods is you can review individual episodes not just the whole podcast so so someone really cool out there some really cool nice listener could technically (laughs) review rate every single episode we ever release just saying just just putting out there it's a bit like looking for angels just put it out there exactly share and shine the reviews so uh there's that option Uh, but yeah it's just a really cool app um check it out if you want to I'll, i'll leave a link in the show notes for you um, cool. And I think that wraps everything up this week. I have one quick question. Oh, oh surprise question. I'm very Uh-oh. curious. This is a question for you, Richard. Oh, no. I'm very curious because I know you're... Because you don't have to use angels. Like People can save up and buy houses themselves. You don't have to use angels. But it's I like using angels because there's loads of people, far more money than me, yeah. who, you know, I can work with. It, it speeds up. But it's For me, it's sped up the process, you know. Yeah. And uh, so I like them. But it's not for everyone. But I know, obviously, with you, Richard, you're saving up uh like you've been saving correct i'm really curious after this episode how you're feeling whether it is something you would consider using or whether you're happy with you know saving up and doing it yourself i would always i'm similar to you i would always let other people spend their money uh (laughs) first um but yeah no i i i totally agree with the whole range i i think it's a great idea especially because now you've explained how they will benefit as much well more they'll, 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 yeah. <laughs> if, if i had that money i would be looking for investor i'd be an angel yeah. absolutely so I, I i am totally for that <laughs> um adita on the other hand is a little bit more reserved and she i don't think she would like the idea of taking someone's money yeah. she'd like to be more in control herself um mm. but but maybe not maybe maybe i, I think I, I can convince her yeah, no, we're not. We don't convince people. Oh yeah, people. sorry. Uh, uh, rewind. Uh, I shall. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I think, I think yeah. she would, she would, she would go for it. Um, if I explained, I think if we found the right, I think it's the angel for me. It's who it is. 
Mm. And that's it, because that's actually that's a really good point. Because when we talk about angels, it's like this mysterious person shrouded in mystery that's going to appear in a waft of smoke. Well, the fact they're things. called angels, I mean, you know, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> but they're regular Joe blogs. Like I think that's the thing. Picture a regular Joe blogs. Yeah. You know, and it's and it can just be such a smooth journey, it's not such a smooth process that suddenly just someone pops up and is like, you know, actually I've got some money. You, you know, let's have a chat. Yeah, I think that would be the yeah. difference. If if I if I came and said, look, I've got so and so here, they've got they've got some money, they're looking to invest, yeah. and they well, I've, I've spoken about our idea, what we want to do, and they're like, this is brilliant. You know, mm. here's here's some money. I think mm. she'd be fine. So yeah, I I would yeah. absolutely, uh, yeah. So get if you're listening and you want to invest with Richard and Adisa, if you want, <laughs> that's right. Search. I like this. This is good. I'm just like, well, you're going to run out of excuses. I know, <laughs> so I know. That's what you're doing. You are knocking all the hurdles down in front of me. I'm trying to put these hurdles up and you keep coming along, knocking them over. Uh, but yeah, you're absolutely right. And and I totally agree with the whole, because now at, at work, I just talk about people. I'm a, I'm a nightmare. Don't, don't work with me at a job because all I do is talk about property um yeah. games um so they're like <laughs> my employers will be like do you ever talk about the actual job you do no yeah <laughs> yeah no, exactly. no i don't do you know my sister bless her <laughs> after 25 years of being with and then married to her childhood sweetheart they they separated just before lockdown and she they've been uh they've been separated for over two years now i think and she's now she's fairly recently started dating this lovely chap like, i haven't met him but i've had a lot about him he sounds fantastic but she said to me the other day that because i'm desperate to meet him because he sounds amazing <laughs> and she said that she has said to him don't talk to Anne about property because <laughs> otherwise that's it that's you're like you'll sit there because he's asking her like um he's uh, i don't know I guess she probably tells him that, you know, talks about me being a property investor. So he's actually quite interested. And he's Uh-oh. been thinking, he's a typical person, been thinking about it, not quite sure how to do it. So he's asking her. And she's like, God forbid, if you actually ask Anna, the two of us will sit there and basically completely ignore my sister and just talk, talk about property. Yeah. And it just made me laugh. She's like, she's telling him not to talk yeah, to me about don't. property because otherwise that'll be it. That'll be it. Yeah, that's me at work. Like I said, yeah. I'm talking to people that have no interest. I'm like, let, let me just finish. I've got a brilliant idea. This is fantastic. Yeah. And uh, So yeah, but it is interesting. And, and I am starting to, sh- to share with people that I know and I'm talking to people about my ideas and um, not hiding the fact that I'm getting into property investing because they keep thinking like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to save up all this money. And then I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to tell anyone in case they think it's a stupid idea. I'm just going to save it, it, save it all up. And then one day go, go, bam, there's always money. I've got money to invest now. Look at this. And mm. now it's just, um, just again, just again, ugh. I like talking to people, just talk to people about stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, you're never going also. You're never gonna insult anyone by talking about you know the fact that you're doing property and you're looking for angels and stuff. You can keep it really light. Mm. Um, it's not a it's not a beggar's bowl cap in hands. Please sir, can I have some more? It's like I've got this amazing. It's that thing. It's like the, we talked about rent to rent, didn't we? Yeah. It's this amazing opportunity. Like I think yeah. it's amazing opportunity for people who are looking to not have their money go down in the bank. You know, like so many people. Imagine if you had a hundred grand in the bank and you're just like, Oh my god, it's going down in value. What like and all the financial advisors are just going, Keep your money safe. It's like it's going down in value. Like, how am I but, gonna get better you know, rate for my money? Well you do wonder that. You do wonder if they get a hundred thousand in the bank and then the statement comes through next year and then it's like mm. hang on, I thought I had a hundred thousand in the bank. I've got ninety eight thousand in the bank now. Yeah. Well, yeah, you've lost it, you know, inflation's eating it. 
What? You'd be going mad, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's it. Because the banks they're talking about that they were talking about like ne- like you had to pay the bank to keep your money in the bank. Yeah, like actually like the a negative interest rate. It's, it, it's horrendous. I mean, even my, my regular bank account has like a fifteen pound charge every month. Uh, right. And, yeah. uh, and that's the yeah, that's the plus. Oh, it's just because I'm looking at bank accounts at the moment. That's don't you get like. Yeah, I get oh, I get AA cover. And, I get AA yeah, cover, mobile phone insurance, which I've never ever used in my life. Yeah. So and, and they just sort of sneak it in there, don't they? So, mm. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's the end of the episode, everybody. Thank yes. you so much. Um, Thank you. The next episode, uh, we're going to re- try and record, maybe not a couple of hours before we release it. <laughs> uh, recording us on a Sunday night, uh, due out Monday <laughs> morning. So we're going to try it's and like get... We're like the naughty kids at school that do the homework the night before it's due. Exactly that. <laughs> is that naughty kids? That was that just sums up how naughty I was at school doing the homework. Yeah, oh, rebel. Me is naughty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to try and get ahead of ourselves. Um, we're recording yeah. uh, the next episode. We uh, we don't have one planned yet, do we? No, we don't. So we've got three days Let of stuff. Know. Yeah. Let, yeah we did have let us know if there's anything you want us to cover there was that there was that lady who uh said she wanted more well we covered it in the listener q a mm-hmm. we could maybe talk a little bit about like viewings and renovations and stuff but yeah, yeah. if there's anything people want to know then let us know and we can cover it yeah we will absolutely um so thank you so much for joining me again Anna. thank you richard this is i love talking about angels it just blows people's minds and it's just it is it, you, it, I, I still have to change my mindset with it. It's, it is a bit of a steep learning curve, but it's a lot of fun. But I really enjoyed talking about it this evening. So yeah. thank you. No, thank you. It's an important subject, and and mm. possibly it's uh, something that people haven't considered. I think that's what's interesting. Yeah. That may well get rid of one of your excuses that you might be using. Do <laughs> yeah, not start. Your barriers. You know, I'm looking at myself here. That's but it. What is one yeah. of the what are the barriers that, that you've put up to stop yourself investing? Mm. And if one of them is I've got no money. Well, there you go. You, this is an option exactly. for you. And that's it. It's like, you know, property was has traditionally been like a rich man's game. Mm. And it's like, it's a, it's accessible to everyone. And it's it, I love that. I love that it's possible yeah. that anyone can do it. That's why it's important to explore all the tools and ideas that you have mm. and are available that you might not have considered. And like I said, if you're not in a property group or you don't have friends who invest you might be, you might not hear these these sort of ideas, and and you just think that the main reason is the main sort of way of investing is to save up your money and invest, exactly. which which you can totally do, but yeah. it's just important to discuss that there are other options for you. Yeah, I mean, if I had have gone down that route, I mean, we had a load of debt, but even if we hadn't, and then I was like, right, I'm going to save up, it would have taken us years to save up that twenty grand to be able to buy the first property. Yeah, we bought three. We had three offers accepted in our first three months, and we bought those houses. So in the first six months, I think we basically did those three, then flipped the fourth one because I lost my job, and then bought another like two or three. Amazing. So there's no way we would have been. That would have taken years to do if yeah. we hadn't have used angels. Yeah. So it does significantly speed up. It because really it it takes you from how much can I save or how much do I have in savings to an infinite number because there there we could work with more and more angels if we wanted to yeah. um to buy as many houses as we want but we do tend to as with everything we tend to have a few angels a few houses like you know just enough you know yeah. enough for us enough for what we're doing but it just it creates an uncapped potential with property investing. But just make sure you know how to actually that is one. Sorry, oh. 
just make sure you can pay it back. What One thing that I think is actually really important is to have a plan of action to pay them back and then have plan B, C, D, like all the different eventualities for what how to get that money back to the angel. So for example, if you don't get the, uh, the one of the biggest um, risks with paying the angel back is what happens if I come to refinance and it's downvalued by the surveyor, which is really common. Like that's actually weirdly one of the biggest, it's not that the house isn't going to be worth what you think it's going to be worth, it's whether you can get it valued yep. at that amount. Mm -hmm. And if it's downvalued, what do you do? So that I have this whole like flow chart that I did for my buy select course about, well, how much is outstanding? Like how much are you short? Like if it's less than five grand, how can you raise that like less than five grand? If it's more than five grand, can you extend the loan? Can you like all these different options, but have this like plan A and then I have as many eventualities as possible. And in fact, if you want to see that flow diagram message me and I can send it to you, it's not a problem. But it's like have lots and lots of, so that you know that whatever happens, you can pay it back. Fantastic. Sorry, oh. chuck that in. Probably a key piece of information right there. Yeah, don't, don't don't make me edit that and put it near the start. Come on, this this is why you should listen to every second of the podcast. Exactly. You never know, and it might come That's in right at the end. Start. Yeah, we might. People, when we start when we start writing that down, they're like, oh, "We've heard this a million yeah, times. Yeah. Turn it off, and they've missed the key bit at the end." Well, they're not the real fans, then, are they? See, it's what you get from listening all the way through. So, well done to you. You've got a free bit of information. Um, Right, that is the end. We're not talking yes, anymore. Yes, that is the end. No more. <laughs> uh, good... Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, and goodbye. Goodbye.